Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hi guys, welcome to my very first episode of the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast. I am so excited and very nervous at the same time to be putting myself out there as a coach and actually sharing this with you. But I am so glad that you have found this work. If you haven't, check out the intro. It explains a little bit more about me and what I went through. But today, what I want to teach you is how our thoughts work and the concept taught to me through various coaches who have actually been through the Life Coach School. So basically, we've been taught how life and how experiences work is a circumstance or an event will happen to us that causes our feelings, which will lead us to have a thought. And then from that thought, we will make a decision and end up with a result. So an example is you see a spider and then you have a feeling of anxiety, you will think, oh my God, I need to run. So the actions you'll take is you run. The result, you've disappeared. The spider, sorry, has disappeared. You know, you've ran away from it. Ultimately, this ethos of way of thinking is a lie. So look, we definitely don't have control over the events or circumstances that occur. We do have control around what happens to us and how we react in that situation. So I think the best way to elaborate on this is actually through the black and blue or golden white dress scenario. So this happened like back in 2015. For those who don't know or can't remember, uh, a dress went viral on the internet because some people saw the dress as gold and white and others saw it as blue and black. So I remember this specifically happening at the time and my partner actually came up to me and said, look at this dress. People think it's gold and white. It's actually blue and black. I thought he was fucking mad. (laughs) I was like, that is a gold and white dress, sir. And he was just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, obviously, can you not see it? Like we, we got not super angry or heated, but it was just like complete confusion as like, How are you not seeing what I am seeing? So what happened from there is because of like the popularity of this dress, a bunch of neuroscientists actually did a study on this and they found that people were seeing it differently due to how the human brain or different people's brains perceive color and chromatic adaption. In short, what that means is there are like different hues and your brain will just choose one. It's just like, yep, this is a hue I'm going with. And you'll either see it as gold and white or blue and black. So in this scenario, the dress is neutral. Like the dress didn't cause this. It was people's perception of the dress. Your brain was biasing at that time to it's either going to be blue or black or gold or white. 
And it actually does this all the time to save energy. And it's, it's really built this way. Otherwise, if we were taking in all this stimuli, like we would just not make any decisions. <laughs> like we'd be like, what color to wear? What do I do? How do I move arms? So it's really just making really, really quick decisions on the spot. Uh, another great example is the fact that we can't see our noses because our brain blocks it out. Like your nose is right there. Like feel, sorry, I just felt it over the microphone. Like my voice changed. <laughs> feel your nose. It, it's there. Like your your brain can see it, but it's like too much stimuli. She got other things to focus on or whoever you are. We're going to completely ignore this, which is just insane so getting a bit off topic there but the same dress example applies to our thoughts so people's perception of the dress either being blue or gold is exactly the same as people's thoughts on certain scenarios or circumstances let's take the spider example so the spider is just a neutral circumstance right like it's there it is just existing You will see the spider, your brain will perceive it. You will most likely have a subconscious thought. Oh my God, this is a spider. I'm allergic. You will then feel anxiety. The actions you take from that will likely be running away or screaming. The results you get are, I, you know, run away from the spider. But someone else might also look at the exact same spider and think a completely different thing. They might just think, meh, a spider, whatever. I'm just going to leave it there, you know? Like, their feelings, they're, they're, that's their thoughts. It hasn't changed any of their feelings. So just go back to whatever. It's, it's not even, you know, it's just like, oh, a spider, whatever. I'm just, I don't care anymore. Some people might be like, oh, I'll just put that away in the garden. And that is because ultimately everyone is different. Everyone has grown up differently, received different messages, and our brains are just, they're just little input machines. And we add value and stories to external circumstances. And that thought that you have developed on that circumstance is playing a massive role on how you're going to feel, act, and do. Like, Even simply, like really simple, you might look at a beautiful blue sky and you wouldn't even consciously think this, but in the the back of your head, you're like, this is the most beautiful sky I have ever seen. And then from that, you'll have like a feeling of, you know, warm happiness. That's just a chemical reaction. Literally serotonin, dopamine is just getting released. And then, you know, you might decide, I want to stay in the sun a little bit longer, you know? So now you're like, okay, I get that, but how am I still thinking all these shitty thoughts? Guess what? You can fucking change them. (laughs) You can literally rewire your brain. By this, I'm not saying if you think I will get a million dollars and just keep thinking that, that it will just appear. This isn't the secret. (laughs) We cannot osmosis things to happen. I don't know if anyone remembers The Secret. I remember back in the day, there was a crappy parody of it and like a kid's thinking, oh my God, I hope I get a bike. And then, you know, his dad just appears with a bike. (laughs) It's not like that. 
Like we can't change our circumstances, but we can think new thoughts to change how we feel and then therefore the actions we're going to do and what we want to take. So an example is, say, take a circumstance, we'll just level up a little bit with this work. So, you know, you have work, but the thought you might have is, oh my God, my job is so stressful, I'm really overwhelmed, this is too much, I'm going to look bad, I can't do this. The feeling you're going to have from those thoughts are, you know, potentially say, you know, you feel depressed. Then the actions you're probably going to take it might be, say, you know, you're just rushing to do everything or you're working late into the night, you're not getting enough sleep. Um, it could be just buffering and the cycle just keeps continuing. And then from the actions you're taking, it's just proving your thought. It's just proving, oh my God, yeah, this was, this was really stressful because you're enacting on this feeling. Now, the same person might perceive that completely differently, but what you can also do is you could look at, all right, how do I actually want to feel when this pops up? And what do I actually want to do? So you might want to feel confident and the actions you might want to take are to prioritize your work. So the results you get are really good work. So what would you need to think to allow you to do that? It could be, I am giving myself permission to push back with stakeholders. Like, how do you get yourself to do those actions? You need to be believing a thought. You need to be working on a new thought. And the fact is, people perceive things so differently. And because of this, this actually gives you a stack of power because it's all just thoughts. We're all just little flesh bags with high functioning brains, thinking stuff and producing chemical reactions. But if we give our negative thoughts and especially other people's thoughts so much power, this is what causes us to believe and feel a certain way and therefore do certain things which just And it just ends up becoming a cycle and we're just stuck. So what I've tried to elaborate on through various metaphors (laughs) is the thought model, which I will go into more detail in the coming episodes. But the good news is we can actually change this. And this isn't through, you know, waking up every morning and looking in the mirror and telling yourself you're perfect and valuable. (laughs) I remember in high school being told that and all of us were just like, what? The reason that doesn't work, if you're like me, is you have to believe the thought. And again, I'll elaborate on how to do that. Um, But because our brains are so silly, because our brains believe like other people's thoughts or even, you know, things that aren't real, we can actually use it against itself and therefore train it to believe new thoughts. I know this stuff sounds crazy. (laughs) Like the first time I heard about this, I was like, no, nope. That means we're living in a simulation. (laughs) Like this literally cannot be it, but it, it is. And the funny thing is the model is actually so fucking simple. It's really basic and it's really easy to do. But 
one of the reasons why I decided to become a life coach and do this is because of the biggest part of this work that I really want people to elaborate on and like understand is processing your emotions. Again, the model, it's easy. It's just thought work. It's actually an easy concept. What is the hard part is when you have these negative thoughts and when you develop new ones, say, to take new actions, it may feel fucking scary. It's that you have to embrace these big fucking feelings. What I mean by that is when we're having these negative thoughts, most of the time we are trying to run away so hard from these feelings. And when we're developing new thoughts to work on and believe and take on these actions that we want to take from those thoughts, it's fucking scary. Like, it's scary to do. And your brain is going to be like, no, and you're going to have all these really big, scary emotions. But if you can just let yourself feel shit, just feel shit and crappy, like that is the fucking key to being a human being. (laughs) Like that is how you deal with being a human, just letting it, letting your feelings be. And the problem is we're taught from such a young age to be happy all the time. And if we're not, it's bad. Like, yeah, it feels shit. Anxiety feels fucking terrible. But what you're doing is running away from it. You're not listening to it. You're just buffing away through, through like workaholism, Netflix, food, hoping you'll eventually feel better whilst keeping the same thoughts and taking the same actions. I think like another another metaphor for today, which really relates to this is, it's actually from Two and a Half Men. I think it's, I forget their names, but he literally said something that I remember being like, thinking back now with thought work, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. He says to like his brother, when, when you get, when I get lemons, I make lemonade. When you get lemons, you grab the lemon and you squeeze it in your eyes. (laughs) That's what we do with feelings. (laughs) And now I'm not talking about, I don't want you to ruminate or white knuckle through the pain. Like when I say, let it be, I mean, just, just accept, accept you're going to feel like shit. It's okay to feel like shit. Get curious about that feeling. Observe it. Like, just observe it in your body and just be curious. Don't judge it because that is what we do. We just judge it. And then, you know, you just, you're running away from lemons and then you just, there's all this lemon in your eye. I'm trying to bring it back to the metaphor. It's not working. (laughs) But look, one of the reasons why embracing the emotion is so important and what, like, from my coaching, I really really do get people to work on is because our brains and I'm going to do a whole nother episode on this one my god our brains did not develop fast enough to keep up with the 21st century basically our prefrontal cortex has the biggest miscommunication with the limbic system the limbic system is the oldest part of our brain and it is there to protect us from wild bears So when you think, oh my God, this is terrible, I can't do this, 
your limbic system hears a bear is going to eat us. (laughs) And the limbic system actually just releases a stack of flight or fight hormones. And, you know, all of a sudden it's just you're just spiraling out of control. And this happens like instantaneously as well. Then you're either just running away with the feeling just like, oh, my God, like really believing the thought, like really just like heavy in it and making choices and actions based on that thought or feeling or you're buffering from it. And I feel like that that is even like almost worse because once you do this thought work, you will start to realize how much of your body you would ignore and then be like, ah, that's why I lost seven kilos in a week. <laughs> because my body, like you'll, if you don't listen to your body, it's just going to scream at you. It's going to be like, if you keep doing this, if you keep doing these things that are scary, it just thinks you're just in the T-Rex's mouth. You're just like, well, you're getting eaten by the bear. Like, why don't you, why aren't you doing anything? But it doesn't realize that it's just a really stern email from your boss. Like, that's all it is. Once you work with the model and embrace emotion to teach your limbic system that this is not a bear, you are going to make so much change in your life and see what you can do. And what's really stopping you is your thoughts. (laughs) And the problem is no one is taught this stuff. No one learned this shit when we were a kid. So you've just absorbed and internalized all these messages and things that other people have told you, and it is keeping you stuck. Again, this isn't here to minimize things. It isn't saying that, and it definitely isn't here, oh my God. Like it is not here to say, oh, Michelle, I'll just go think all these new thoughts and then, you know, same shit's gonna happen. Like, no, it's, it's not, we just think, we need to think things that we believe and we need to work on that in little baby steps, which I like teach as well. And then we start to see, we start to do those actions that we want, but we're not doing those actions because we're not thinking the thoughts that produce all that. The model is ultimately sequential. It is circumstance, there are thoughts, there are feelings. So the circumstance is neutral. From that circumstance, your brain will perceive it, develop a thought. From that, you will develop a feeling. From that, the thoughts and the feelings really, you will take an action and which will lead to a result. So you need to change the fucking thoughts to do the fucking actions that you want. It's like, it's like why I see so many people like I'll have like person A talk to me and be like, oh, you know, this and this is happening. And then I'll be like, well, why don't you just push back? Why don't you do this? And they're like, I can't do that. What? And then when you start asking them, you know, why can't you push back on this work project or A, B and C, you start to see the thoughts that are behind it as to why they're stopping it. Hence, you need to change the thoughts. Really work on it and change that. So look, that's it for today's episode. But there is so much more to come and I'm so excited to share it with you. Seriously, this everyone needs to hear about this. So get ready. Hey. 
Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.